Audible presents Science News, the weekly audio news magazine of science for September 10, 2011. Here is some of what's making news in the world of science this week. Fossil finds offer a closer look at a contested ancestor. Also, the great die-off of 250 million years ago could trace in part to water's change in pH. We learn more in a story called Acid Oceans Helped Fuel Mass Extinction. And there's news this week that obesity can turn body fat toxic. Coming up later in feature news, tumor tell-all. Quirks inside cancer cells' DNA may hold clues for personalizing patient treatment. Here is our top news story this week. Fossil finds offer a close look at a contested ancestor. Discoveries flesh out a species proposed as the root of humankind's genus. The story is reported by Bruce Bauer. Newly discovered fossils provide the closest look yet at an anatomically quirky two-million-year-old member of the human evolutionary family. Discoverers of the ancient bones suspect they come from a species that served as an evolutionary bridge from relatively ape-like ancestors to the Homo genus, which includes modern people. Four papers published in the September 9th Science describe a mosaic of human-like and ape-like skeletal traits on Australopithecus sediba, a recently proposed hominid species found at South Africa's Melapa cave site. Dates for newly exposed cave sediments, presented in a fifth paper in the same issue of Science, indicate that A. sediba lived there 1.977 million years ago, give or take several thousand years. An international team led by anthropologist Lee Berger of the University of Witzwatersrand in Johannesburg, South Africa, views the new findings as consistent with its previous suggestion that A. sediba fossils at Malapa represent late surviving members of a hominid line that gave rise to Homo. That proposal is controversial. Some researchers doubt that A. sediba set the stage for the Homo genus. Others regard the Malapa fossils either as an early Homo species or as late surviving members of Australopithecus africanus, a dead-end hominid species that lived from about 3 million to 2.4 million years ago in South Africa. There is still not enough evidence to place A. sediba squarely at the root of the Homo genus, remarks anthropologist Brian Richmond of George Washington University in Washington, D.C. Several Homo fossils date to more than 2 million years ago, suggesting that A. sediba evolved too late to serve as a transition to Homo, Richmond says. From top to bottom, A. sediba, represented in the new studies by fossils from a young male and an adult female, possessed traits typical of both Australopithecus and Homo species, Berger's team contends. A virtual 3D reconstruction of bumps and furrows on the A. sediba male's brain surface allowed Witzwaters were an anthropologist Christian Carlson and his colleagues to peer through rock and into the male's skull to measure impressions made by his brain on surrounding bone. Surface landmarks of A. sediba's brain look human-like, although the ancient hominid's brain is small, even by A. africanus standards, Carlson says. Markers of frontal brain expansion in A. sediba align it closely with modern humans. Reorganization of the frontal brain, not a larger overall brain, as is often argued, characterized the transition from Australopithecus to Homo, Carlson theorizes. It is not yet clear that A. sediba's frontal brain was more human-like than that of A. africanus, 
comments anthropologist Dean Falk of Florida State University in Tallahassee, who was not involved in the research. A. Sediba's reconstructed brain surface includes a frontal landmark found in apes but not people, Falk points out. Nevertheless, she adds, I'm receptive to the team's hypothesis that their A. Sediba specimens may represent late surviving members of the lineage that gave direct rise to early Homo. Both A. Sediba individuals, and especially the female, possessed bowl-shaped, human-like hip bones, an unexpected trait for hominids with such small brains, says Whitwatersrund anthropologist Job Kibi. This anatomical combination challenges the long-standing idea that wide pelvic openings in the Homo genus evolved in response to brain expansion, allowing females to give birth to babies with relatively big heads, Kibi contends. Pelvic widening in A. sediba may have evolved in response to an increasing emphasis on walking, he suggests, foot, ankle.